three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. And what a beautiful morning we're having here in my, uh, looking out from my basement. It's been a glorious morning and then I was realizing, oh, I need to do a podcast. So here I am, once again, quite late. All right. Oh, we are purposing to encourage us to be more into reading God's Word. So we're going through Exodus. We're in chapter 26. And these chapters have to do with the tabernacle and how God wants to be worshipped. So they're still relevant today, even though we are now the tabernacle. We're the dwelling place of God. But this gives us clues and hints, very actually precise clues and hints as to how important this is. All right, so chapter 26 of Exodus, he's now going to get into the curtains or walls for the Holy of Holies and the other court of holies. So let's read on, read there. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle with 10 curtains of fine twined linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarns. You shall make them with cherubim skillfully worked into them. The length of each curtain shall be 28 cubits and the breadth of each curtain 4 cubits. All the curtains shall be the same size. Five curtains shall be coupled to one another and the other five curtains shall be coupled to one another. And you shall make loops of blue on the edge of the outermost curtain in the first set. Likewise, you shall make loops on the edge of the outermost curtain in the second set. Fifty loops you shall make on the one curtain, and fifty loops you shall make on the edge of the curtain. That is the second set. The loops shall be opposite one another, and you shall make fifty clasps of gold and couple the curtains one to the other with the clasp, so that the tabernacle may be a single whole. All right, so let me stop there and just help us grasp some of the key things here. There's there's a lot. You could go on a lot of different rabbit trails if you wanted to hear all of them fun and good. But for our sake, just to continue reading through, we're going to look at one that's We've talked about the details. God is into details. If he's into details here with how a curtain is made, before this how a ark was made, a table and a lampstand, don't you think he cares about the details in your life? What's going on right now in your life that you maybe haven't thought through the reality that God actually knows? So I think sometimes we think, well, no one knows or no one cares. But God does. God truly does. He's He knows the details. That's my faith. And the God that I know, and the God that I love, and the God that I know loves me, that he does know the details. The other thing here is how he knows we are forgetful. <laughs> so they're making these beautiful curtains, and of course they're probably using these linens that they got from the Egyptians when you know when they left. The Egyptians said, here, take this, take this, take this, peace offerings. We've been using you as slaves, so here, take this, take this. We don't, we don't want your God to be angry at us anymore. So that's where they would have gotten a lot of these things, including the gold 
But here's the interesting thing about this is that here in the first verse, talking about how to make them, and you shall make them with cherubim skillfully worked into them. In other words, this curtain here is going to show pictures of or sewn in patches of the cherubim, the angels. And these are the angels that are around the throne of God. And it is to remind the person that is looking at the Holy of Holies from the outside of it that that is where God presides. When he decides to come down and the priest goes in, that is where God is. It's a reminder for those high priests and the Levites that are serving in the holies and going in and changing out the, the bread of presence or lighting the or changing the candles on the lampstand, whatever they might be doing, going to the table of incense, whatever it is that they might be doing, that they remember that they are right beside the presence of God. And those cherubim are to remind them of that. And so for us, it's just a reminder that, you know, what, what well, I guess it's not a reminder because we don't see it, but what do we have in our life that reminds us that we are constantly in the presence of God, that he cares for us, that if we are his, then we are his temple. And in the church where I go to yesterday, there's a, a great thought as he, we were going through Ephesians and talking about Jesus indwelling in us. Do we, is Jesus at home in us? Right? Is Jesus at home in us? What are the reminders for us to to remind us that God, this is God's, that my body, what I own, my home, that it's God's. It's not mine. It's on loan to me for now, and I'm going to be a steward of it. And how am I making Jesus at home? Right? Good, good question for, for here. God is trying to help people, help us understand how he wants to be worshiped, how we should worship him and how he cares about the details because he cares about us. And so the tabernacle is not being really, it's not being built because God needs a place. <laughs> it's being built to get through our thick skulls that there is a living God, that he is holy and just and pure and merciful. And and we now know in the fullness of his grace because of Jesus Christ, right? So these are the shadows, this tabernacle. Jesus, uh, these are all all shadows of what's to come. And then, of course, we have Jesus now. So we don't, shadows aren't what's important, but the shadows are still good to remind us of what is important. All right, went a little long this morning. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you had a great weekend. God bless you. Let's uh, let's make Jesus at home in our in our lives. Amen. All right. God bless.